Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 46. Holy shit, we are almost at, at half of 100. This is, this is crazy. Welcome to episode 46 of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. Thank you guys so much for grabbing a beer, kicking back, and spending Friday with me. I can't tell you how much it means to me and my family. So uh, with that said, let's get on to some sponsors. Of course, we have Lorenzotti.coffee for all your delicious Italian coffee needs delivered directly to your door. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. My friend, my brother, my partner in crime, my partner on the show, TopLobster.com, who is living it up right now in uh, in New Hampshire at Pork Fest. The man is having a blast. He's meeting all of our Liberty heroes this week. I am extremely jealous, but go check out his website. He's got great stuff like this awesome Joe Biden wear the mask shirt. It's hilarious. It always gets a lot of cool eyes here in uh, in the suburbs of Des Moines. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. And, of course, executive producers of the show, anthemplanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs, doing a job that the government sucks at and has for a long time, much more efficiently, much cheaper. Go check them out. See what they can do for you or your business today. Guys, we have an awesome show. I am super, super stoked. Uh, he is the regional director of National Gun Rights. He's a constitutional absolutist. Thomas Massey has called his tweets good stuff. His name is Mr. Chris Spangle. How are we doing tonight, Mr. Spangle? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Really, <laughs> really glad to be uh, coming to you live from Indianapolis. <laughs> Just kidding. For those guys, for those who are watching, this is not Chris Spangle. This is actually Will Fight. But there is a great mix up. And uh, when we first put out the thumbnail for the show, we trolled Mr. Will Fight uh, by making it a picture of Chris Spangle, who is not uh, Will Fight at all. They do look a little alike, though. Yeah, I uh, I shaved my beard and I dyed it. I actually dyed it to completely avoid looking like Chris Spangle because we looked uh, we looked we're dead ringers for each other. And I still haven't met him, but we're still we're both in Indianapolis. We look the same. We're both in the Liberty Movement. Oh, good. We got to meet each other eventually. Yeah, I was gonna say he's uh he definitely lives he lives in India Indianapolis too. That's pretty funny. You guys are both there. He was the executive director of the uh, of the Indiana State Party for a while. I know he's doing some good things there. They're very pragmatic in in, in the Indiana party, so. Oh yeah, they are very no. very pragmatic. I know Jared Jared Hall's here. Uh, he li- he lives like twenty minutes north of me, and I still haven't. We've never met each other still. Sure. But yeah, they're they're rather pragmatic here. I get so mad at, at Jared because I, I like Jared and I have been good friends over mm-hmm. the last four years, and I I love the guy to death, but I don't know why he gets so sucked into that praggy mentality. He's way more radical than he. Acts. Oh yeah. So I I met Jared through the Amash campaign. We did states for Amash about a year ago. I kind of helped build that in Twitter network, and he was in it. And uh, he was kind of my little liberty mentor there for a few months. And then I got uh, to some people would probably say I got whisked away to that radical right libertarianism and got red pilled, as the the sure. kids say. So well, he and I don't talk very much anymore. Uh, well, serving with him on the LNC has has kind of changed my thoughts on him. Unfortunately, I've always been a big fan of Jared Hall, and I was pretty upset to see him go so like uh, petty and and praggy on the LNC. And it's like, man, you're way more, yeah. you're better than this guy. You're better than this. Uh, but it's hard not to do when you're in Indiana because that's just the general Libertarian Party of Indiana. They're very praggy and not super radical and. Um, but even they have a, a Libertarian Party Mises caucus nipping at their heels now. So they do. I'm in the Facebook group for it, actually. Uh, I uh, I don't I don't go on it very much, but uh, yeah, they do. They do have it. Um, 
I got kind of mad at the the LPIN though during our constitutional carry fight, but that's a whole nother conversation. Uh, we already uh, we already have our first super chat from our good friend at the Naturalist Capitalist. Uh, Reed Coverdale says that's the gayest mustache I've ever seen. I don't know if he's talking about yours or mine. I don't know. Uh, it's probably mine. I was I've gone on his show with the beard before, and now I, I get the mustache. And uh, I shaved it, and I took a I took a selfie, a cringy selfie of it, and uh, I got called Dom 2.0, and people were giving me a hard time because I did cringe on on timeline. But 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 Dom's got Dom's got like a perfect mullet though. Yeah, I can't I can't put my hair just puffs up. I can't grow a mullet. It sucks. Yeah. So can never truly be Dom 2.0. Yeah, yeah. And well, and I think he's like 17 years old too, or something. And 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 <laughs> always with the horny bonks, man. That that poor guy. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, why don't you tell us about your work with the National Gun Rights? I mean, that's really that's that's yeah. your uh, so, biggest piece of so work, right? I am uh, I'm a regional director with the National Association for Gun Rights, which is based out of headquarters in Loveland, Colorado. And I'm a director of legislation for Hoosier Gun Rights, which is our state affiliate here. And so basically what I do is um, I go and I fight for constitutional carry here in Indianapolis. That is our, my main fight right now. But I also fight gun control. I'm fighting some gun control in Delaware right now. Uh, they have a standard capacity magazine ban. And uh, they're trying to do a permit to purchase law, which you're, you're in Iowa. And they just got rid of that with their constitutional carry bill. But they're trying to add one in Delaware and uh, it builds a database based on like race, ethnicity, um, basically mental capacity. Like if, if you're if you're if you're insane, um, they want to know your English language proficiency, and it, it's just all bad news. Um, we've uh, actually with the standard capacity one. It, it sadly the bill passed yesterday in the House, but they had, they amended it because we uh, were pretty much putting a foot on their neck. In Delaware, you don't have to have that many people call, but we we got them to change the definition of a high capacity magazine or a large capacity magazine. They had it at seventeen. They changed it to thirty, oh, nice. which is the standard. So now they got to send it back to the Senate. So we can we, we can still keep the pressure up and they can get them to kill maybe kill the bill. So that's that's what I do. I, I do that. I, it's confrontational politics. I uh, I call myself a. Uh, gun lobbyist sure. because it's the best way to put it. But I'm not I'm not those loafer wearing. Uh, NRA guys. I don't. I don't fly in on a private jet. Roll up on an Audi. I drive a. I drive a 2014 Chevy Cruze. It's beat to hell. <laughs> and, like. Well, I was about. To, I, uh, I was about to say. First of all, I'm from California, where anything they deem high capacity, uh, anything over one round. Because that's yeah. just you know how how they work. They're fucking idiots. I actually. Uh, I lived. I lived in Oregon and Southern Washington for a long time, which is pretty easy to buy a gun. And, uh, mm. and, and, you know, you go down to the sheriff's office, pay 50 bucks, you can get your concealed carry permit. I don't like it, but it was the way you could do it. When I moved back to California, I had a, a Gen 4 Glock uh, 21. Ooh, nice. Illegal. It's illegal in California. Not because of the magazine, because it didn't have a visible auto loader. And I'm going, I'm a felon now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm in California yeah. with this gun, I'm a felon. And I, and I'm going. I bought this fair and square from from a from a dealer. You know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. I, I did my little my little background check. It's really crazy. We actually have a lot of people uh, from Delaware that watch the show, so maybe maybe they can sign on and help you out there, man. Yeah, Senate Bill Three and Senate Bill Six. Senate Bill Three is the uh, the uh, permit to purchase, and the Senate Bill Six is the standard capacity magazine ban. So, nice. if you're in Delaware, reach out to me, and I'll I'll shoot you in the right direction. But we- what I what I've been doing mainly here in uh 
in Indiana, I've been working on constitutional care. We got five constitutional carry states this year: Iowa, Montana, Utah, Texas, and um, oh, what's the fifth? We got five, though. I know that much. I should know. I do. I, I do this for a living. But, um, but yeah, Iowa. So you, as of next Thursday, yeah, yeah. you've got constitutional carry. You can walk into the store and buy a gun and walk out and carry it. Yep. Which is how it should be. I the first time I ever experienced that was in Missouri. Actually, I went to I went to Austin Peterson's uh, uh, after party for his Senate campaign, and uh, you can just walk around with your gun anywhere there, man. No one gives a shit. <laughs> it's like this is wonderful, man. I love this. You know what I mean? I was the, the gun store. I went and ate barbecue at LC's. Like it was it was perfect. Nobody cared. Like my gun's hanging out halfway out my shirt while we're eating barbecue in the hood, and everyone's like, "Hey, man, yep. cool." You know, no one gives a shit. And that's how it should be. That's really how it should be. Oh, yeah. It, we'll see. So when I was when they passed the bill in Iowa, I was there. I was there for Easter weekend. I was at my grandparents' house. And uh, I, I in Iowa, the law is if you're like in the middle of nowhere, which they are, you can open carry. So I'm just open carrying around Iowa. And I was like, well, good to know I can now legally do this everywhere and not have to worry about it. Uh, we got some we got some more super chats. You guys are killing the super chats tonight. Thank you so much. Uh, Mantafly actually huge shout out for a forty dollars super chat from Mantafly. He said, Disappointed that Will isn't naked. Yeah. Um I believe you requested me not to do that. Yeah. I my employer is happy I'm not as well. They definitely would have demonetized this video for sure. I mean, there's a there's a good chance we already get demonetized, but it was definitely getting demonetized if, if Will came on naked. Yeah, so I, I wore a top lobster shirt instead. I hear my mic. Got my Smart. Ron Paul one on. So I uh, rep in the set. So I have the speak. same shirt. The bl- it's black. Yeah, I wanted to get the black one. I ended up getting the white one. And uh, I don't trust myself with white shirts, but got one anyway. Uh, we got another. We got another super chat from uh, Reed Coverdale, the Naturalist Capitalist. Guys, go follow his show. He's got a great show, and and probably uh, if not as good, better guests than I do. Uh, but but. But he says, uh, I was talking about Will, gay stash, but best fight. Let's talk about that a little bit. Best fight. Okay, yeah, there's, I'm open to talking about there's that. There's two fights in this movement. There is, okay? And uh, one of them I was a little leery of. I've never been leery of you. And you're a Republican. I should be leery of you. But yeah. one of them one of them is is I was a little leery of with this unity movement. Reed knows I'm not a huge fan of the unity movement. Uh, uh, narrative because a lot of the people that some of these unity people have wanted me to unify with have attacked my family, uh, gone after my 75 year old grandma after my grandfather died, uh, talk shit to my mother, talk shit about my kids. I mean, just bad fucking shitty people. Right. Um, so I was already a little leery of the other fight in this, in this fight of the fights. Um, yeah. But so so he came at me kind of sideways recently uh, uh, because I was I was clowning someone as I do on on Twitter. If you haven't been following me for a long time on Twitter, I can get where you could be a little offended at me calling people nerds that are nerds. Uh, but they're yeah. nerds. I mean, they really are nerds. And so he you know brought it up that there was some high school bullshit and blah 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 blah. And I said, dude, you've been hanging out with the fakertarians. Like I don't care what you have to say. I already don't trust you. And he's like, oh, just because I went and hung out with them on our podcast or blah 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 blah. Well, the fakertarians have me blocked, but I could still see their shit. You know. Yeah. And uh, two days later, he's in the Fakertarians talking shit about me. And I'm going, yeah, okay, buddy. Now we know. Now we know the truth. But why are you the best fight? Well, because I'm a Republican. No. Oh, well, buddy, well, we're going to have <laughs> a debate now. <laughs> no, but seriously. So I, I think um, we, we come from two completely different backgrounds. For one, he's from Yankee land, and I'm from Oklahoma, Texas. Um, so we, we just have different... I guess, cultural values, I think. Not that his values are necessarily bad, but we just have different ways of looking at it. I think I, I'm a, you know, 
consider myself, you know, s- somewhere between paleo libertarian and paleo conservative. I don't like how like people like Fuentes have kind of taken that term and kind of bastardized it. But, you know, old right paleo libertarian, that's kind of where I am. And I think he's more of a progressive libertarian type. So, it, of course, we don't we don't agree on a lot. of. I don't think we agree on a lot of things. You know, I think he thinks the culture war is stupid and I don't. It's kind of stuff like that. Um, or he's on the other side of the culture war. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's really what it is. He and I are on complete different sides of it, and so of course we disagree on it. Um, like, well, I, here's the thing. The funny thing is, so we, you know, Reed's show, he, um, we had fight nights. We had, we did three of them where he and I would come on and we would just all talk about something because truthfully we had a hard time finding things we you know disagreed on. We agreed on on guns. We we agreed on. Uh, we even agree on like you know LGBT rights. Like I don't, I don't have no issue with my cousin. My cousin's gay. I've been. I went to his wedding. It was a lot of fun. Actually, probably one of the best weddings I ever went to. Uh, I don't care about that stuff. Um, but I, I just think there's just there's something about he and I just getting. We just don't like each other now. It's something happened in the last month or two, uh, and he's just really standoffish with me. Uh, the fight night episode stopped. Uh, we tried to set one up on another an independent person's podcast he wouldn't come on it he wouldn't go through it and um at first a lot of the oh yeah i'm the best fight was it was a joke i was just messing with him because it was it was, it was a fun little kind of meme you heard, between you the heard two. his feels well you heard his feels <laughs> well, one time he responded like really aggressively and i was just like why are you coming at me so sideways and then i kind of realized oh no this is real for you this is a real thing. You really, I don't think he likes me. He really wanted and to be the best fight. That's what it was. He, he did. And I, I get it. You know, you don't, my name is better. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, he's friends with people like Brianna Coyle. And Brianna Coyle hates me. She thinks I'm a monarchist uh, because I ironically tweeted a meme one time that said, uh, there have been bad monarchs, but all, not all monarchy is bad. It was like someone, a mutual of mine. I was just messing with him. It's true. There could be a noble king, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> go read Hoppe. You'll find all about it. Well, and here's the thing about here's the, here's the thing. It's it's always going to be better than democracy because you can always kill the king. It's hard to kill yeah. the majority. You know it what is. I mean? I don't uh, know. But but it's like yeah. So it, why well, you know I called myself a Hoppian and a paleo libertarian, and she hated that. And they're friends. They actually see each other. And she's called me a fascist. And I'm sure she's in. Anytime I tweet something he doesn't like, I'm sure she he sends it to her. And she goes, I told you he's a fascist. Yeah, which, she calls me a fascist, too, if it makes you feel any better. I mean, we're clearly fascists, you know, into actually thinking that people can do what they want and have individual liberty. Yeah, big fascist guys over here. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's been following me for a while, but you definitely see a lot of me advocating for the uh, holy union of, of, of the corporate world and, and, and the federal government all the time. I mean, I'm a huge, huge fan. Oh yeah, big big <laughs> fascism guy. Can't wait for that to get taken out of context. That sentence. Oh that yeah, it's coming. Said, Someone's gonna chop that up. It's like twenty up. years from now, it's gonna be we'll fight. Big fascist guy. No, <laughs> um, but it's like yeah, that, that and that, and I think that's a it's a leftist mentality and a leftist tactic. Um, no, is who? <laughs> now someone said in like the sixties, it was a. It was the Communist Party sent a message to all communists living in the United States. They told them, you know, when obstructionists get in your way, it, start labeling them, you know, Nazi, fascist, or anti-Semitic to the point that if you keep calling them that, it will eventually become fact. It's It was Communist Party yeah, in 1943. That became like the official 
the U.S. Communist Party standard, and you see it all the time. I mean, Keith Olbermann, you oh, know, on Twitter calls everyone a fascist. What an unhinged piece of shit that guy's. Well, and here's the funny thing about Keith Olbermann. He's literally, you know, the meme of of the grandpa from The Simpsons yelling at the clouds, yeah. and it's like uh, old yeah, man yells it. at clouds. That's oh, Keith Olbermann. He's he's the old no, man no. yelling at the clouds. No one gives a shit what Keith Olbermann says anymore. Like, dude, didn't you? He started out as he was on ESPN. No one, no one watched <laughs> Keith Olbermann for his who's who's who of fascism. I don't even think he knows what fascism is. I think someone just told him. Someone paid him like fifty grand like twenty years ago and said, "Hey, just call people fascists." Yeah, we anything you don't like. Call call it a fascist or a Nazi. That's it. I mean, this yeah, guy's called then, Ron Paul a Nazi, so you know I, you well, lose. So is Shapiro. Yeah, but... yeah. Well, anybody who calls Ron Paul a Nazi immediately loses all fucking credibility. With there's me. actually there's a book I really want to buy. I found it on like uh, eBay for like fifteen bucks. It's Ron Paul, America's most dangerous Nazi. Oh god. It really. I really want to own it, and I want I want to see Ron sign it. I want a, I want a signed copy of that book, just because it's, if anyone who who thinks Ron Paul is a Nazi, it just does not take the time to. He's like to, the nicest man in the world, and literally wants freedom for all people. Like I don't understand. You know, so I I've, I hear stories from people about him that are around him a lot, and uh, there's the you know it's like a comparison of Rand and Ron. Rand and Ron are completely different people. Oh. And, you know, Rand is the type where if he's, you know, done at a, like a, a meet and greet, he's going to be like, I'm going to go. I'll see. Ya. He's he's I, he's kind of an introvert. He doesn't like and I get that. I'm kind of introverted sometimes, too. So he's like, hey, I'm done. I'm out. And he'll leave. Ron has to be forced to take a break. Like his wife will have to stand there and be like, Ron, you need to sit down for like 15 minutes. And she'll hand him a bottle of water and he'll sit there. He'll drink some water. And then out of nowhere, she'll go. All right. Get back to it. And then he'll go and keep shaking hands and taking pictures until he physically cannot stand. He is he's just that's just who he is. And nobody, it's always who no been. nobody in our lifetime has fought uh as hard for liberty, in my opinion. And I was talking about this earlier. We were talking about I do appreciate liberty Republicans. Like I'm a libertarian party uh national leader. I mean, that's I have been this is I'm going into my fourth year on the Libertarian National Committee. You're a Republican, but there are Republicans that I like. And and I was telling you, Eric Brakey is one of my favorites. I mean, the guy yeah, is just amazing. He's great. I have, you know, I I feel that he has the capacity to be the next Ron Paul, legitimately. If I he, could see that. If he, I, I think if he pushed, I mean, he's from Maine, so gonna, not going to hold that against him. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. The good, they got a good lobster there. Uh, Top lobster. Thanks for the shout for the uh, super chat. He says, "Show dong, will we know you're packing." Uh, I like my job, uh, Top Lobster. If we so could I'm not, not show Dong on this show, that'd be really great. Uh, Brandon Harnish, thank you very much for the super chat. He said, A through F scale, grade Indiana rep Matt Lehman on guns. So Matt Lehman, um, in my opinion, not within the eyes of the National Association, but in my opinion, but I think they might agree with me, he gets an F because uh, about a year ago, during right before, during his election, he uh, was uh, exposed to have taken Bloomberg money. Any town USA or in his, that pack donated to his campaign, and he's a Republican. And uh, he gets dragged by Hoosier gun rights just into the ground. You know, he has a very, very competitive. Uh, I believe it was a primary, and next thing you know, he right he writes his own constitutional carry bill. Funny how that works, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, Matt Lehman, I. Uh, not a big fan. I have never actually interacted with him. 
uh, to and to Mr. Harnish, uh, I, uh, I, I've interacted with, uh, representative Ben Smaltz, uh, Jim Lucas, um, and, uh, but, uh, they're, they're interesting characters. Um, NAGR has, has, has ruled, has thrown a wrench into their, you know, bike spokes a few times while they're riding down the street and, uh, they don't, they don't like it, but that's okay. I like, I like making them mad. Sure. So, uh. You know, we we run in a you know confrontational model. We're gonna call them on their BS, and I get I love getting to call them on their BS. So, and you should you should call them. I mean, politicians need to be held accountable for for what they say and what they do. And if oh, those yeah. if those two things don't match up, uh, I would hope that gun rights organizations like yours uh, would stand up to those people because we know that the uh, gay NRA is not gonna do it. See, we're, we we are we call ourselves America's No Compromise Gun Rights Organization, and we are. We do not do deal with compromise. Like, we I write more emails targeting Republican. I, I don't write emails targeting Democrats. If if Republicans are doing things, I write an email about it. I, if they are, if someone says they're not going to vote for something, it's next thing you know, you've got orange mail postcards sitting on your entire district's front doors, telling everybody what. Uh, what shenanigans you're up to. I mean, I was down in Alabama working to, for their constitutional carry bill and I'm in the speaker of the house's district and, uh, parked in front of his house, about to drop mail all around his house. Cops pull up pretty much. I, I threatened to arrest me if I don't get out of their town, like law enforcement, you know? So, and so, Republicans. Well, there we, so here, so that's, this is a good, this is a good talking point here, bud. Uh, you're not a, you're not a back the blue, no matter who kind of guy, right? No, I'm not. And like my, my uncle's a deputy sheriff in Oklahoma County and I'm, 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 I support him because I know he's a good person. You know, everything you know, I, I don't, I don't like the whole ACAB movement. I, I think, you know, that's collectivizing a little too much. You know, I hate the whole, I don't want to be the guy, well, there are good ones. You know, there are good cups. I don't want to be that guy. But, you know, you you got to you do want to treat these people as individuals at the same time. You don't want to lump them in together. But I I'm not a back the blue type. I've never really been. I, I th- think a lot of laws are pretty arbitrary and they're just for the way to tax people more. Did you see that our uh, our uh, great white brothers to the north uh, deemed the three percenters a terrorist organization today? I did not see that. Yeah. But. It doesn't surprise me anymore. Coming, they, coming to a United States near you. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Do you think, though, um, do you think that, so, so my question is, do you think that those people, because the three percenters have been back the blue for a long time. No, oh, yeah. What do you think there? Do you think that's going to change the three percenters' I, mindset? I think it will. I think they're going to get radicalized a little bit, and they're going to realize no one's protecting us but ourselves at this point, which it, it which is true. And that's and that's even what you know. I we even preach in our in our emails when I and I write a lot of them, and it's you need to be able to protect yourself, and that's the argument I have with people in Indiana. Even is uh, they're like, well, you know. I have my permit. You know, if people need to get protected immediately, they can call the police. And it's like average police wait times are like 15 minutes. Like if when you need a you need a firearm the most, you're not you're gonna you're not gonna you you need to have it or you're not going to be defended. So I think now that you see a lot more 
situations like Threepers getting demon terrorist or terrorist organization, those back the blue people are really going to start questioning. And I mean, what was it? Tenth uh, Tenth uh, Amendment uh, Foundation. I think that's who they are. The Tenth you know, the, the Amendment uh, uh, Foundation. So, so that's Michael Bolden, and yeah, yeah. Are, are you guys working so, with him? I was going to ask you. No, about we're, that. we're not. But I, I saw yesterday, basically Biden's budget, basically trying to nationalize the police, and it's like, you know, who had a great nationalized police force? Old uh, funny mustache man. He yeah, had Hitler. a great nationalized Hitler. police. Yeah, he he uh, he knew what he was doing when it came to nationalizing police. Sure, but sure. it's like. I think a lot of the right is being, you know, they're waking up about what, you know, that the police are agents of the state and not really there to protect them. Good, good. And, but, you know, you got you can only hope because, you know, at the same time, you got Tucker Carlson now mocking, like, what, high-ranking military officials. Dude, the, the, listen, the Department of Defense is at war with Tucker Carlson right now. Ever since he, oh, yeah. ever since he brought up the, the, the maternity flight suits, they have been at war. It's hilarious. I love it. Uh, Look, I, I, you can say what you want about Tucker. When Tucker's right, Tucker's right. And it's good. Oh, yeah. It's good. But when he's wrong, he's also he's wrong. He's way wrong. Like, way wrong. You're like, God, dude, I would love to support that guy it's sometimes. Fine. It's, fi- it's, fine. it's fun to watch him. Like, I... Uh, like when I'm in a hotel, I always turn on Fox News so I can watch Tucker because I don't I don't have cable because I don't watch TV. He's, don't he's also hilarious though. Oh yeah. Like I, I know, try the, to do his oh. face, his, you know, it's, I can't I can't do it. You get you got to get his vocal cadences down. The Department of Defense is doing things with white rage, <laughs> and it's just you gotta you gotta. I do impressions, by the way, so I, I, I like I can pick up on that. I do a Trump impression I did for Thomas Massey. That was the first thing I ever did for him, and he still remembers me for that. Nice, but uh, nice. it's a lot of fun. But I, yeah, but no, Tucker, Tucker's great. Um, I wish I could agree with him more on economics, but yeah. Well, that's the thing is is like when he's right, he's really, really right, and he's been really he's been really great on the lockdowns. He's been really good on the vaccine rollout. He's been amazing uh, on on war recently. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially yeah. over the last year or so. Which is you know how many pundits on Fox have we had that have come out and been like, this is this war's bullshit. These wars are bullshit. Like none, zero, almost yeah, zero. not very many at all. Yeah. I mean, the neocons are pretty entrenched in yeah. Judge in Fox News. We've had like Judge time. Knapp and Kennedy. I mean, that's all that the libertarians have had in the way of being anti-war on Fox. And now, you know, it looks, seems like Tucker's moving that way. That's a good thing. It's a really good thing. Oh, yeah, it's a great thing. I'm seeing in chat someone wants me to do my Trump impression. Oh, I got some I got some uh, super chats. We've got another one from Top Lobster. Funny story, Josh convinced me to draw for the show by telling me to eat and suck ducks. Such a passionate potty mouth. It's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, Reed Coverdale, thanks for another super chat, buddy. He said, fight night must go on. Uh, a... Oh, this is from Grimace. Will, why are you racist? No comment. <laughs> Naturalist capitalist again. Reed Coverdale says, I tell whichever fight I'm talking to that they're the best fight. By the way, looking forward to the Ryan Dawson episode. I am too. Uh, if we can find the man. I mean, uh, the internet has just completely gotten rid of him. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? 
Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think? I, I don't know much about him, okay. but I, I need to do more. He, I, what I've seen, I like. So he's pretty wild, man. I, I'm, I'm excited to have him. On. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bring him on the show. He was the guy who did. He was doing po- like video podcasts with the Palestine flag behind him, yes. right? And yes. So, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring him on and just be like, because he, he's really big about 9/11 truthers, and I'm gonna be like, yeah. I'm gonna be like, all right. <laughs> and he's and he's really big on uh, on uh, what else? You what might else? get your episode taken down. Israel and uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. That's the other one. So I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, all right, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein, Tower Seven, go, and just let him go. I'm just gonna sit back. Well, and go USS on. Liberty. Yeah, yeah. It, it, look, we just won't try to monetize that episode. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Clint Griffin can't wait to bet on my boy Willie on Fight Night, the superior fight by every measurement. True. So Clint, believe it or not, has been following me since I was in sports Twitter. He he stuck around when I went to politics, and now we're in like the same social circles on Liberty Twitter, which is really cool. So I love Clint. Clint's great. He lives out in Kansas, and he's a he's one of us. Nice, nice. One of us. One of us. Hey, uh, let's see. Is that Bud Ice behind you, Bud? Is that what you've been drinking there? Uh, I, yeah. Wow. No, it's, no, it's Natty Ice. Natty Ice. Oh yeah. boy. It was cheap. I, I have a CVS behind me, and uh, <laughs> I needed something. Let's talk about the Republican Party. Let's talk about okay. Republicans and, and Libertarians. You are a, uh, a constant slayer of Libertarians online, yeah. Uh, as as per the new video that you've made of uh, my biggest fan, uh, John Waldenberger, who is a huge oh, nerd, yeah. huge fucking nerd, um, and he can eat and suck dicks. But uh. What what? Why the Republican Party? Why did you go and and, and go to the Republican Party? Because you were a Libertarian before, right? I was. I was a liber- I was a national member, card carrying Libertarian for a year, and I decided. But I was a registered Libertarian for a long time. I I I just decided it was it was better for me professionally to go in the Republican Party because I interact with Republicans all day, and it kind of gives me more credibility. But at the same time, you know. You guys in the Mises, the Mises caucus, you guys are fighting the Lalberts a lot. And, and it just kind of got to a point where I, I just didn't want to do it anymore. I, 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 you know, I think I fit in more in the liberty movement and the Republican side anyway. You know, that paleo kind of movement. I, I, I fit in more, you know, because when, when you get tired of hearing from, you know, people in your own party that you're a fascist. And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of you people calling me that just because, you know, I say something like, oh, yeah, if, if racists want to start their own covenant community in, in real liberty, they can. And people are like, oh, you're you're enabling racism. You're a fascist. The people you need voluntary segregation is not liberty. And I'm like, well, I mean, according to Rothbard, it is. 
which is like the entire basis for the LP. But, you know, then you have your left libertarians and they go, no, libertarian socialism in Europe, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to deal with I just don't want to deal with those people anymore is really what it comes down to. But I, I see liberty, you know, liberty legislators in state houses can make some of the best impact in the country. And you just need two of them. Our two guys here for, you know, even just for our bill, but they also did some pro-life stuff, some pro-liberty stuff. They do, were working on making it to where you, the state couldn't mandate vaccines. Um, they're big, uh, you know, medical freedom people. We have Representative Kurt Nisley and uh, Representative John Jacob. Kurt Nisley's from up north. He's former Amish, really wholesome guy. And then John Jacob, he's a, he's a street preacher from uh, down here in South Indianapolis. And those two guys work together to get more done it's not even their bills. They like amend bills and they keep the establishment on their toes. And uh, you you just need two. That's all you need. It, and you can just really start pushing your agenda and getting a lot of liberty stuff done. You know, they're like both rated the two like lowest rated uh, legislators in the Indiana House. But out of all of their big issues, I think constitutional carry was like the one thing that they didn't actually get passed this year. And it wasn't because of them. Nice. Okay, so we got a bunch of people asking about your video that you made. Uh, so I'm going to play it on here. Real hey, quick. go ahead. Is that all right? You all right with yeah, that? Yeah, that's fine. I love that video. All right, let's check it out for funsies. Let's see if it works. I don't even know. I, I just, I, I've never done this stuff on the fly before, so we're going to give it a go and see what happens. All right, let's see. Uh, for those asking where the bigotry is, uh, look no further than the assholes chat commenters in this chat right now disgusting things directed to a young person who should be applauded for choosing to fight for liberty at such a young age. I am an elected libertarian and candidate for local office and Pennsylvania lieutenant governor. I am just... Yeah, good. It's fun to pretend. Disgusted and appalled by the hate and division spread from factions of this party. It is hurting our candidates and our image. The bullshit in New Hampshire is only the start if we do not stop it now. There is nothing wrong with the passionate potty mouth. What? I was falsely accused and removed by Heist and the Mises stronghold in my home county of Montgomery County, Pennsylvania for the same thing. So I condemn the removal of this out due process. If you want to uh, do this, be consistent uh, and remove yeah, Joshua Smith great. for being a goddamn know, internet like, bully, oh, troll, telling like people to exactly suck eat dicks, promoting gang and tactics, to, and calling out for people for being nerds. Anyways, did everybody see that? Did that work? I wonder if that worked. I hope. Did you see it on the YouTube? Uh, no, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, I think I'm on the delay. Oh, yeah, there it is. Nice, nice. It was pretty funny. Uh, so you made that video, like, on the fly in your bit. Yeah, on my phone. That's wonderful. It I was made an iMovie. Probably one of the funniest things to come out of. I mean, it was the funniest thing to come out of that uh, that whole meeting. I mean, there's just no doubt oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. It, it. So that was John Waldenberg, who is my biggest fan, by the way. Every time, he still follows me, which is hilarious. But he literally came on to a public national committee for a political party and uh, uh, meeting and said, get rid of Joshua Smith. He tells us to eat and suck dicks and he calls us out for being nerds. <laughs> but it's like, dude, I don't know how he hasn't blocked me first off, but I, he, I, he and I got into it again. Yes, like two days ago. And it was like he, he I was like, dude, you know what? Just, you know, go to the gym. 
get off Twitter for a little bit. You, you know, clear your head. You know, you you'll be you'll be doing okay. And he goes, you got you got gym membership money. And I was like, dude, Planet Fitness is like nine, like thirteen bucks at most. Yeah, it's nine it's nine ninety nine a month. Well, and here's the thing: yeah. he's running for lieutenant governor, dude. And you can actually well, put a gym membership on your if you're running for office, you can you can fund a gym membership with your yeah but then he said that's corrupt and that money doesn't belong in politics and it he's completely self-funding and then i was like you realize it's like a congressional district alone costs two hundred thousand dollars to do one mail drop and you're running for a statewide position and in you're in one of the largest states in the country well, he also got he also got ratioed on his announcement for lieutenant governor. Oh, but it doesn't matter. It's Twitter, okay? You don't understand. You're calling me a nerd. <laughs> he got he got like thirty two comments and like three likes on his on his announcement to run for the second highest executive branch position of an entire state. Ouch. And his his uh, little uh, his little his little buddy got ran out of the party. He's running for Congress as a green. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. that's worse than running for like you. You want to? That's not a third party. That's like a fifth party. I mean, it's a fourth, but it's you basically you. You want to talk about not getting any votes? Oh God, it's horrible. Well, it, here's the thing about the so that's Henry Connolly, right? He's like his best friend. Yeah. They were in the same county, Montco County. Henry used to be cool as shit. That's the that's the that's the messed up thing. Henry was like. Had this like the I don't know Liberty Talks or something podcast. I'd been on his show and he was like really cool and down to earth. And then the 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 uh, what is the name of that? Sh- the Audacious Caucus got their hands in him and he was like, oh, I want to be audacious. And then he got it started hanging out with the like actual tankies and just went the wrong way, the wrong direction. And became a giant shithead. Started calling everybody Nazis. You know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's in, I'm in the Cathedral Caucus. Oh. Yeah, that's like, cool. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> imagine imagine being so deluded that you would accept the term the cathedral for yourself. Yeah, I could. I. It's like saying I'm fighting the establishment by wanting to be in the establishment. Yeah, it's pretty terrible, man. Uh, so you're you're a member of the Tower Gang, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, we don't talk I have about Tower the Gang ta- T-shirt. So do I. We don't talk enough about the Tower Gang on the show. What is the, what is the purpose of the Tower Gang? Well, Tower Gang's kind of in a transition period right now. Um, yeah, what's going on there? Can we talk about a, that? No, yeah, sure. I'm fine with that. I'm, I was, I was very neutral. Hurts, in the, hurts my heart, the ta- you know. Really, I, oh, was, yeah, the there, Tower I was there Gang at the beginning. War. Tower Gang Civil War was possibly one of the most devastating civil wars the world has seen in the last decade. You know, Syria doesn't have anything on the Tower Gang Civil War. And I don't even I don't even know what I just woke up one morning and like everything was falling apart. It's like that, you know, that gif from a community where, you know, Donald Glover walks in with pizza and everything's on fire. That was how I was that morning. I was just like, <laughs> oh, but like everyone's back to normal now. And it's, it's kind of funny, but and they're getting back into towers. I will put them that I think what happened was a lot of people got burned out. Cause like, it was like, all right, how many towers we got going? It was like, anytime you went in our group message, it was just like, towers 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 and it was like so it was like we've got five towers going and not one of them has been completed yet like we're we're burned out oh, man. but it's coming back tower towers are coming back what happened and, uh, what was the fight over the fucking anarchists every time i think right? someone called somebody a grifter if i remember correct really yeah were they calling me a grifter no oh man because i'll go back i'll go back in that i'm in the chats you know what i mean i'll go <laughs> in there start slapping it was the it was the most petty, like, it was, people were just mad. People were on edge. It is a problem. Anarchists don't sleep enough. That's true. 
They're like, yeah, I was up till I was up till like five a.m. yesterday. I had to work at eight. I got three hours of sleep. Well, you guys need to sleep. That's why you're all on edge and you hate each other so yeah. much half the time. And then you guys get sleep one night and you're all back to being friends again. And everyone's all back in the group chat. There's like three group chats for like three days, and then everyone just there's, solidated. There's again. there's always been at least two group chats for the for the uh, for the tower gang, and that's that's the funny thing is. Every time you get tower, every time someone gets tower, they're like, "Oh, look at these Russian bots!" And you're like, "Nah, dude, we're just in a group chat, and we're here yeah. to fuck with you because you're stupid and we don't like your blue check." You know what I mean? Like, oh that's, yeah, that's what's all. The about. problem is, is so many people are getting a um, soft banned, so you're not seeing all the all of the replies right. anymore. You know, because people report the towers, and it's which sucks. It's, it's people who report on Twitter are so lame, like. Like I don't, I don't understand. Like I don't, I've only blocked a handful of people in my time. I've, I mute most people I don't want to listen to. I've, I've only reported a tweet that was like, like it was like a map tweet, you know, you know the maps. I'm sure. not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, go into that. I don't want to get you know, demonetized. Lord knows YouTube will freak out for no reason. But yeah, it's like I report those people because they they need to be reported. They need to be completely kicked off the internet. But it's like people who report a tower, like get get out. get a life. It's it's the problem is is all the Trump reply guys don't have anything to do anymore because they because they lost their only source of spurging uh, fuel. Sure. Trump gets kicked off Twitter, and suddenly all these blue checkmark liberals don't know what to do anymore. Losing Trump was a bit that was a that was a big downgrade for Twitter. Oh yeah, I miss him more and more every day just because of Twitter, and that was that, that's it. Like they don't miss anything else really. It, it's just Twitter. That was the best part. It was like Trump was one of the best things on Twitter. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. Sleepy I mean, Joe imagine, is terrible. Imagine, Imagine if he still had it, though, like the border crisis going on. Like you get all of his statements through Fox News now. But imagine you just reading the tweet there and he's like, because now, you know, he's tweeting on the toilet because he's got nothing better to do. <laughs> so he's just like, uh, I'm I'm going to the border. Kamala's <laughs> only going because of me. Um, I just want you to know this tweet is brought to you by diamond encrusted Trump toilets. <laughs> That's this Great is really good. Yeah, I, I, you I are like really it. good. I've never heard you do it. It's really good. Uh, yeah, dude. It's it's funny the switch uh, in the presidential Twitter. It went from uh, threatening other countries to threatening our own country. Yeah, like, it went from <laughs> I am going to blow up North Korea if they even look at me funny to you. Come on, man. I'll I'll nuke you. <laughs> I can you let's talk about this. Joe Biden literally told us uh, this morning, was it this morning or yesterday, that, uh, that it, you know, if you want to fight the government, you'll need nukes and F-15s, essentially saying that they would nuke our country. And the Democrats cheer. They cheer about it. They're like, yeah, he said he'd nuke, our, he'd nuke you if you don't shut up. And I'm like, motherfucker, you're my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to nuke those... Uh... Domestic terrorists, which are really just people who just like just Any, mean anybody. tweets on yeah. the internet. Yeah, yeah. Anybody. anyone they want. Tower creepers now. Tower yeah. gang is definitely getting nuked. There's no doubt about it. It's just like, but then he just has gaff after gaff after gaff. Like he had the thing yesterday where he was talking why about why minorities don't want to get vaccinated. He's like they've been experimented on, man. The Tuskegee like the Tus- Airmen. Tuskegee Airmen. And I was just like, because I have a history degree, so I was just like. 
That's uh, those are unrelated, Joe. That's not the same thing, man. His damn speechwriter. I know every time he screws up, he's just like, I hate this so much. Well, and then he, you but, saw him walking out of the uh, the the building the other day with his like handlers and the and the uh, the media's like, Hey, Joe, what do you what can you say about DeSantis? He's like, The what? The what? Yeah. The what? Probably doesn't even know who DeSantis is. He was just completely out of it. I mean, how long are we going to to hold on to this charade <laughs> that he's not? Uh, Alzheimer's patients. Oh, yeah. It's, it, I mean, really, it's like, Joe, what do you think about DeSantis? Well, it's not December yet, so I don't <laughs> think he's going to be coming down the White House chimney anytime soon. That's literally where our president is at right now, and nobody's nobody's uh, worried about this at all? Oh, vote blue no matter who, man. Oh, God, it's horrible. It's horrendous, buddy. Horrendous. All right. Oh, okay. Let's let's take yeah. this show out talking about libertarians. Oh, man. Because you're so good at it. You're so good at it. I just, you just, I, I, so I was a barstool social media person for a year in college. They basically teach you how to just screw with people. So I just use that. They're so easy to piss off. Like, it's like, like when one of them calls me a fascist, I'm just, I just, you send them no you and they're just going to re all over the place. Like they just don't. And if the problem is, is just, they, they don't talk to people in real life. So they think that they're, you know, big swinging dicks on the internet and they, they have really bad political ideology. So it's really, it's just fun to mess with them. Like Waldenberger, that's, that guy's fun to mess with because he just keeps coming back. It's like, you got to give him credit. Guy won't stay down. It's like, uh, like, uh, like, oh, did he know Bill? Like, he's just like, seriously, you guys need to just stop because you're not helping your cause anymore. My favorite, like you're, you're my favorite is when I, is when they're like obviously slandering me about you know child support or whatever else, and I drop. You, you remember the day that I dropped my child support like receipts? Yeah. On Twitter, I, that. I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm not paying my child support." Bam! He's like, "I, I put like my year to date for like last year and this year," and he's like, "Well, you're still a grifter," <laughs> and like ran off. I was like, "What yeah. the fuck was that? Are you kidding me?" Like, you Alex Jones him. You, I have the documents. I do, and I do. I have the documents. For a lot of the shit that these people try to say about me, I have the documents for that shit. And, and uh, it's just, it's funny that they continue to keep beating their chest and acting like they're winning. They're not. They're leaving in droves from the Libertarian Party right now. There's like a membership shift, right? And, and yeah. like, you know, the, the prags that are still in national leadership are like, are like, oh, we're losing so many members right now. But they don't they don't explain that there's like tons of new members coming into the party at the same time. They just want that. Like scared. you're saying, if, if, if the Lulberts leave and there's a big Lulbert exodus, which I think is very much on the horizon. Well, it's already happening. Oh, well, yeah, it's in the, we're in the process of it. Nick Sarwark like, left. I, the king of the yeah, dorks left. So. I loved that. That was yeah. great. And now I can't I can't. Uh, Nick Ashley post under his his stuff anymore because he's he's not relevant anymore. Uh, but I, I I'll think about returning. Yeah, the king the king and queen of the dorks left when Nick Sarwark and Andy Andy Craig left. So, oh yeah, Andy Craig, king and the queen of dorks. I just stopped re- re- like commenting on his stuff. I was just like, I don't want to deal with your stupidity. You just got to get Brianna Coyle next, and then Waldenberger. They're on their way. They're oh on yeah. Their way. What, so so Pennsylvania will be taken over in like nine months. There's no doubt about it. Uh, at Beautiful. the next at the next Pennsylvania convention, they're going to show up with like 300 people that uh, had signed up to become delegates at the last Pennsylvania convention, and they effectively yeah. stopped you know 250 new libertarians from voting. Uh, yeah. Those same mad people are now going to have the 180 days that you require, and they're going to be pissed off. 
and okay. and and they're going to be there, and they're going to tell you to get the fuck out, and that's what's going to happen. And then and right with them will be several PA members. Well, who Reno is going to be insane. Oh, dude. Oh, dude, I can't wait. I can't wait at all. I'm so excited. And, and I've, I've announced that I am running for at-large one more time. I'm not running for chair. I'm not going to put on the whole travel around the country chair thing. But uh, listen, f- just Angela's for... running for chair, though. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and I've endorsed Angela. I think she's great. I had her on the show. I'm a very big fan of Angela McArdle. Um, but I have to stay on the board one more, one more term uh, for the sheer re-factor. Like if, oh, yeah. for nothing else, if I can't accomplish anything else, I need to stay there for one more term because look what almost two terms of me being on the board has done. Man, so you guys have been doing amazing. And and like I said, I, I joined the GOP again for professional reasons more than anything and just for comfortability. But like I, I there's a there's a misconception, I think, a lot where you get a lot of people in the liberty movement that are in the GOP side and people are like, What do you care so much about what the LP's doing? I think I've I've had multiple people say that to me in the last few weeks. Why do you care? Why do you make so many comments if you're not even one of them? It's like I'd like to see them actually be a you know, successful party and actually be able to do things that, you know, make change and bring up good, you know, points that you don't, you're not going to get from establishment Republicans and Democrats and they can work together, you know, be bipartisan or tripartisan or whatever with, you know, liberty workers on the other parties. And I want to see that. It's good for our cause no matter what, but it's like, you guys are doing a lot of great stuff and it's, I, I I only have good things to say about the Mises Caucus, and you know I I didn't at first. I got those Prague claws sunk into me. That's probably what radicalized me when I first really joined the LP. I um I was the Prags are the ones telling me to do stuff, and I realized really quick what the Prags were about, and I was like, oh no no, we don't agree. <laughs> sure sure. Yeah, they're. I'm going to go hang out with those Mises guys. Yeah, they those, seem like more my people. The Prags are anti Ron Paul. That's all you got to say, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. They, they're anti the uh, number one liberty bringer that we've ever had in this country in our lifetimes. So they can go fuck themselves. At, they're dorks and nerds and uh, eating suck dicks. Yeah. 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 What show all these great people where they can find you at, Will? How can these people support you and your work? So you can uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, at will fight for you. Uh, it's my Twitter. Um, but if you want to support my work, you know, become a, a member for the, of the National Association for Gun Rights. Membership's only uh, it's only thirty dollars uh, a year, and uh, you, you get a lot of good emails. Like we're working with on the you know, Chipman right now. We're we're hammering him and the Senate right now, and that's you want to really support what I what I do, and you want to just go go join the NAGR, and we're, you know, America's second largest gun rights organization. Um, we're nipping on the heels of the NRA, but we're never going to become the NRA, because, you know, the NRA's got, you know, thousands of employees. Sure. There's, there's like 50 of us. 50 of us are doing things around the country. Where do you guys stand and, uh, with, with Gun Owners of America? Uh, GOA and us are, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty good. I mean, you know, because they're pretty good on stuff too. Yeah. And F- FPC, we're good with them sure. too. And like I, with, we worked a little bit with, with GOA in Texas. We've worked. We, that's a, it's a loaded question really, <laughs> with GOA because, you know, everyone kind of sees the writing on the wall with the NRA. Sure. So everyone's trying to, you know, take that top spot and we're the number two right now in, in members. Sure. So, you know, yeah, the NRA, are we the inheritors the of the throne? Like, uh, you know. 
NRA is like, from our cold, dead hands, but we're going to sign off on every gun legislation that comes through the House. Okay. From our cold, dead hands, unless you get red flagged or want a bump stock or, yeah. yeah so you, you want to, uh, I won't call it a silencer. I know everyone gets mad when I say that. But, uh, yeah, dude, it's it's wild. But, hey, man, I really appreciate you coming on, Will. I'm a big fan. You uh, you said before the show you had a surprise for everybody. Uh, I do. But then you didn't um, come up naked, so. That's not what it was. So I am issuing a challenge to David Fight, a real fight night, not where we just sit around and read and we talk. I want a real debate between the paleo method and the woke or method. And uh, hold on, I have it written down what the what the what the the I guess prompt is the word, but do in order to have liberty, must you be a rightist? Is lib left, you know, true liberty is that woke style of libertarianism in the LP. So, you know, if he wants to tweak it a little bit, because I know he and I do agree on some things, but, you know, I let's have a real debate. So let's see who's a, the. So this isn't a fist fight. I have also offered to fight him. OK, I've also uh, on Rough and Rowdy, uh, which is Barstool's pay-per-view, you know, amateur boxing. Yes, thing they do. I'm a big fan of Rough and Rowdy for sure. Yeah, I've, I would do it. And the our, you know, whoever wins, you know, the money goes to your, goes to a charity. I don't want to make money off of beating him into the ground. Yeah, everyone kept telling I've, me. I've got like a buck fifty on him, so that's not oh, really easy, that fair. Every, so... Well, everyone kept telling me to to fight some of these libertarian people that have talked all this shit about me bad. on Rough and Rowdy, but uh, Rough and Rowdy does not let people that have any kind of actual like formal fight training go on Rough and Rowdy. So uh, that... I still don't think that's true, though, because I, I mean they've swear. had actual fighters on. Really? I mean, Canseco Canseco has an actual fighting. Thing and he did a he was did, a main was event. he on was he on rough yeah I see the main events sometimes they'll let you I think I think that's the only time none of none of the none of the like undercard is ever any kind of formal fight training and I I, I mean I could be wrong so yeah. and I, you know I, I, bo- I boxed and I did MMA for on and off for ten years all over the country and I mean it just they just I don't I don't know that they let me but I would gladly do it. And it would probably be a good a goodish draw on on their YouTube. You know, you got I mean? all the Liberty people who have beef to fight on one rough and rowdy card. That'd be so good. Well, I'd, for, I'd love for to do it. them and the Liberty movement. But yeah, oh, David, if you ever watch this, I told him to to watch this today, and he said, "Well, I'm shooting guns with Spike." La di da. I don't really care. Must be cool. But uh, oh yeah, I, was, I said birds of a feather. Um, <laughs> But uh, if you you know, let's have a real debate. We can set up a moderator and we'll live stream it. And you know, we can do it after after Revolution in August because sure. he's going to Revolution. I'm going to Revolution, so we'll see each other. That should be fun if we actually do a debate. So yeah, issuing a, an actual challenge. Let's let's do a true fight night where we debate if we're not going to actually throw hands. But like, let's have an intellectual fight. Well, I so, vote for the hand throwing, sir. <laughs> it'd be fun. Hey. You well, know, all he'd have to do is tire me out, though. So yeah. Well, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you coming on. I love I love the work you're doing. Uh, thank you so much. I hope that David fight will uh, will take you up on your offer, and we can finally put to bed who is the best fight. Yeah, I hope so too, and I appreciate you having me on. Uh, first fight on you know break the cycle. So Hell who's yeah. the best Liberty fight? Hell yeah. He's probably not coming on break the cycle. I'll just put it out there. Then then it sounds like it's settled. Then. <laughs> all right, brother. Thanks again for coming on. We'll talk to you later. Of course. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Another awesome episode of Break Cycle. A big fan of Will Fight and a big fan of the work he's doing. So go check him out. Support 
uh, his organization, do everything that you can to make sure that we do, never lose our gun rights in the U.S. Always find the organizations that are actually lobbying against bad bills because uh, the NRA just typically does not. So uh, I did get one more super chat uh, from Troller Terry and I wanted to address. He said, hardcore metal stream win. He'll volunteer. Shout out from the OKMC and the nerds go back in the locker. Greed. Uh, I would, I am... I am very interested in doing a hardcore metal music stream soonish. I would like to bring on Neocon Remover uh, and maybe somebody else. So it will be like a multi-person stream. Uh, I don't know if I want to do it on the channel or if I want to do it on uh, the Patreon or for the uh, YouTube subscribers that have that have actually joined the membership for the show. But it's something we can definitely address, and I, I look forward to it. Thank you for the Super Chat, man. I really, really, really appreciate it. Guys, check out my sponsors at Lorenzotti.coffee for all your delicious Italian coffee needs delivered directly to your door. Bring the taste of Italy home. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Of course, my main man, TopLobster.com. For all your wonderful graphic uh, needs, this man is amazing. Go check out his gear. It's it's flossing, dude. And he literally, he puts out new shit like every week, and it, it's totally cool. And you get a 10% discount if you use BTC at checkout. But you can also become a Patreon or a patron of the show, and you will get his new designs two weeks early at a 30% discount. We're talking like $14 shirts or cheaper uh, for awesome shirts like this Joe Biden wear the mask shirt uh, with, the, with the massception on there. Um, and, of course... Executive producers of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Please check these people out. They're amazing. I know they can do something for you. Uh, guys, coming up on the show, starting next week, I'm going to be doing five shows a week, Monday through Friday. Uh, next Monday, we're going to start off with Jose, Jose Gaisan, uh, who is really, really cool from the No Way Jose podcast. Good friend of mine, also a violent terrorist. Very stoked to have him on. On Tuesday, the 29th, we're going to have Maj Ture. I am so excited about this one. We're going to talk about Liberty in the Hood. I'm I'm stoked. I, I'm very happy to have him on. In fact, he was supposed to be on tonight, but Will Fight took his place because he had to reschedule. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to have Jeremy Kaufman, the, the most controversial man in the entire Liberty movement right now, uh, who is running the New Hampshire Libertarian Party Twitter until recently.